Hello everyone, welcome to podcast number two, looking at Norwich City's relationship with SC Telstar. The Dutch club, of course, have two Norwich City players um, on loan, Sebastian Soto and Dan Adshead. We'll hear from them both uh, in this podcast. Of course, if you missed the last episode, you missed a conversation with Neil Adams and Andrus Jonker, who is the Telstar head coach, um, uh, speaking specifically about this relationship from Norwich's perspective, why it's the perfect club and the perfect country for their young talent to be uh, developing in. And on the Telstar side, the benefits, how the two players are getting on uh, directly from their head coach, as well as um, some nice general thoughts about the loan system. Sebastian Soto signed for Norwich City on a free transfer after leaving Hanover. He's one of the players that left America to chase the dream in Europe, as we've seen with Christian Pulisic at Chelsea and Weston McKennie, who's now on loan at Juventus from Schalke. Um, Sebastian Soto hopes to follow in their footsteps and we'll hear from him first and then secondly from Dan Adshead about why he's hoping to follow in Todd Cantwell's footsteps with a successful loan in Holland. Here's Sebastian Soto. Of course, if you liked the episode, make sure to leave it a like, subscribe to the Pinkin podcast channel as well. We're on all of your available podcast platforms. Um, our weekly flagship show every every week after a game is uh, is well worth a listen as well. But here's Sebastian Soto. I hope you enjoy it and thank you very much for listening. Let's start with the the present and, and speak about Telstar a little bit. Um, how, how are you finding it so far? Because it's a bit of a different setup, a different environment, a different culture, I guess, to, to what you're used to. How have you found the club sort of to, yeah. to, to be at? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it's been good. I've been adapting actually pretty fast. I've always been thrown into different environments, so I think I've uh, I've gotten used to it. So the, adapt- the adaption has been good. It's been easy, actually. Yeah, that's 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 always helpful, isn't it? I guess, and, and I guess it does help that you've had those experiences where, obviously, you've come to Europe, haven't you, from from the US, mm-hmm. which is quite a big step to take at such a young age. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And to be honest, also having Dan here as well, having another guy, especially from Norwich, uh, English speaking guy too, having Dan's a good help. Mm. How, how have you found sort of the language barriers? Is there a, is there a difficulty in communication sometimes? I think I've gotten extremely used to it because. When I first moved to Germany, I didn't know a single word, so that was tough. And I picked up some German and some words, there's some connection, but nonetheless, I think I've also just gotten so used to just being okay with not understanding people talk. <laughs> I just, I'm so, used to that. just so I see Dan's having some trouble being like, what did they say? What happened? What happened? I said, just go with it. Like, it's, you'll get used to it. And I think he's getting used to it. Yeah, they say that football is like a, a universal language, isn't it? I, I yeah. guess you've probably got more experience with that than anyone. Is is that the case when you get on the pitch? It's just kind of the same wherever you are. Oh, of course, hundred percent. I mean, it's like you don't have to speak, you don't have to understand each other when you're on the pitch. I think it's just it, it'll help. But I think at the end of the day, it's yeah, like you said, football is just a language in itself. Mm. How, how have you found playing in in Holland compared to sort of Germany or, or the US? What what sort of differences are yeah. there from what you used to? It's it's a bit different. And only in the sense that uh, it's technical football here, and it's uh, I think it helps a lot, especially being a young footballer trying to trying to come up. I think this is a great place to make a stepping stone. So the type of football is a bit different. So it's it's more technical than than I would say Germany in a different sense because Germany is a bit more physicality and and running. But I think it's good having all that stuff in my in my locker to uh, to have all these different kind of styles. And how have you found sort of the the move to to Holland itself? Because obviously you've been at Germany. Is there quite a few similarities between the countries and the cultures? Yeah, yeah, a bit. I think uh, the biggest thing the people the people are a bit different. I mean, yeah, we're, the countries are so close, but I guess that's that's how Europe is. There's still some different things, but I, I really like it here. I really enjoy it here. 
Good. And, and how have you found the club? What, what, what have they been like to, to work for, I guess? How, how have they sort of taken you in? Good. I, it, in a sense, it reminds me of Norwich. It's, it's a bit of, they're really family oriented here. And obviously, it's a much smaller club than Norwich, but they have that same kind of mentality that you know everyone that works here. Everyone that works here is right here in this little space that we have here. And yeah, they, they opened me, they came with like open arms and um, yeah, accepted it from the beginning. It's been, it's been a warm feeling, a good feeling. Mm. And obviously you've started fairly well. The, the two goals you, you did score, how are you, how are you finding the level compared to, to what you're used to? Is it, has it been a, a sort of step up or, or sort of the same to, to what you're used to? Yeah, I think I, I, I think I still need some more time to make that judgment. It has only been a very short amount of time. It's just different, I would say. It's uh, not as physical as I, I would say some German teams were, and especially in England, it's it's much more physical, I think. But uh, yeah, I think in some time I can really get a grasp at what I can take advantage of here. Mm-hmm. Has, has it yeah. been has it been good to to get sort of an experience with a more technical sort of culture and, and, and football, I guess, than perhaps what you've been used to in Germany with the physicality side of it. It's good to have both elements to your game, I guess. Yeah, that's 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 a really big positive from it because I think my, my football team in America, Real Salt Lake, our academy team was really also football-oriented. We had a lot of uh, really good footballers on that team and so it kind of reminds me of the way the Dutch people play, which is really the ball stays on the floor and it's tiki-taka and then when I went to Germany I picked up that whole all football there's you got to be physical and you have there's moments where you have to be dirty and things like that so then I come back to here in Holland and I'm back to what I've used to playing but still have that kind of physicality that I've, I've gained and that experience overall as, as a player to help does it think, do you think it, it's going to make you more rounded as a, as a striker I think you, you see people now especially when they play one up front it's it's so oh, much yeah. sort of emphasis is put on the striker to to do lots of elements of of the game isn't it is, do, you, do you feel these experiences are helping you sort of round yourself a bit as a player yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. because I can tell in when they're stuck into an environment where it's purely physical the striker has to adapt and he really adapts into that physical role but there's a lot of scenarios where you do need to have that technical side and you do need to play a different kind of style and so that's I think you said it too it's it, it helped me become more well-rounded mm. and, and in terms of the manager at Telstar Andrew Sionko he's obviously uh, he, was, he was head of academy at Arsenal wasn't he under Arsene Wenger how, how good of a sort of role model is, is he to work under to, for, for someone to at this stage of your career develop you as a striker how how good has he been so far huge i think um i think the best the best part of it is everything he says you just got to i have to be you have to be a sponge when you're when you're young you got to be a sponge and just take it all in because it's everything he says is brilliant all of his advice because he knows he really knows what he's talking about mm, and and is there any bits of advice he's, he's given you specifically that you've you've really taken in so far so far i mean He's also learning about myself as I'm learning about him too. So it's a day-by-day thing and he's seeing the things that I can do. Sometimes I surprise him in certain things that I know I was capable of and sometimes he surprised me in a way that he wants me to play. But overall, I'm here to help the team. So as he, he wants me to do certain things that I do and I learn some things through that. But at the end of the day, yeah, we're here. I'm here to help the team win and I'm here to score goals. And he knows that. So he's doing everything to make that possible. Has he told you what he, what he what sort of player he wants you to be? I guess in his team, how how does an Andrus Jonker striker sort of operate? I guess. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, 
he told just the other day he actually told me that he saw me in a training wanting to come and get the ball and get a lot of touches things like that came up to me and he goes at the end of the season I want on the paper that says um, Sebastian Soto has these amount of goals not this amount of touches and he goes goals he goes stay up there and so I'm like all right that's that's what he wants he wants me to score so mm. Yeah, and, and and just reflecting on on those two two goals you scored, I guess that that's an element of that, isn't it? Because because the first goal in particular was you getting in behind and and maybe not occupying the space that maybe ordinarily a, a striker would, who's a bit younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's something that uh, he's teaching me how to work with the other guys too, to use their capabilities to my advantage also. And that was specifically a, a goal that we've been training on. Mm. And. So, and- in terms of in terms of you and, and your journey, obviously grew up in in, in America, played at, at Rail Salt Lake. Um, the the move to Europe, what what was I guess your your thinking behind that? Because we've seen it become a bit more of a popular step over recent years, haven't we? Christian Pulisic, Weston McKenney, I guess are, are probably the two shining examples. But what was your thinking in terms of your career to to make that step from the US to to Germany when you did? Yeah, at the, at, at the moment in time. I think the two names that you mentioned were really the only names I had in mind, which were Christian and Weston, the only two guys that really had done it at that time. But since I was young, the dream was to play in Europe, the dream was to play in Champions League and in the Premier League. And at the end of the day, it was never in my doubt that if I had the opportunity to go, that I wouldn't take it. I, I knew I had to take it if I had the opportunity. So the, the, yeah, the opportunity arose and I didn't even think twice. That was just what I wanted to do from the beginning. And it, it's, it was a little bit scary because, like you said, there's only two names I had to look up to. And so it was kind of jumping in the deep end. Mm, yeah. Has it helped your, your maturity, I guess? Because it's, it's, it's quite a big step. We see players often sort of stay in their country, don't they? And, and they can play a whole career in their country. You've you've had, what, three, maybe four, I guess, if, if you want to count England, although, although obviously yeah. you haven't played for Norwich yet. But those experiences obviously must, must help your mentality and, and, and your maturity as well. Yeah, massive, but uh, yeah, huge. And I think something that also helped was I, I left for Real Salt Lake Academy when I was 15 years old too, so I kind of sacrificed a lot of things in order to make this jump. So to be fair, a lot of a lot of kids in America would have trouble making that jump to Europe, but since I had already moved away from home for a couple of years, it was honestly, it was, it was like I was just playing for another team. It, I didn't even think in my mind I moved across the world at this whole different culture, I just thought, oh, it's a, it's a European team, it's a German, it's Hanover. Of course I'm going to take this opportunity. I didn't even think twice. So I think even before that step, I had also matured a good amount, but every experience is, is a huge learning step. When, when you did make that move to Europe, were there people, members in your family maybe, who, who questioned you a little bit and, and said that's quite a, a, a big jump to take? Yeah, yeah, because my, my grandparents are immigrants, so they it was hard for them to really understand that I could make a life through football because of course they're like, we moved to America for educational purposes and for my parents and from the grandkids, me. And as soon as I kind of said, I'm not going to college. I want to play football. It was, they've always supported me, but I think it's, it's good that I've been doing what I'm doing so far because it makes them happy. Yeah, absolutely. And in in terms of Norwich and and that whole move, obviously you, you were at Hanover. Um, let's let's talk about sort of Germany for a little bit. How how did you find that experience? It's it's obviously become quite a good place, hasn't it? Recently, for sort of players to develop, and obviously the Bundesliga is is a good stage. You you've experienced that. Um, what what was that like as as an experience for you to to play German football and sort of get that under under your under your well onto your CV, I guess. Yeah, it was it was good. I think it was 
so far in my career and in my life, one of the biggest learning experiences, especially, um, I think the most surprising thing that I could, I could admit that was pretty surprising was the jump into the first team of Hanover, which only took about a couple months being there. And, uh, just the way they do, they do give chances to youth in Germany, but of course they're very, they're very German in the sense that if you don't, if you don't take it and you don't work that you're not going to get much. And so that's how also I was raised too. So I benefited in that environment and, at the at the end of the day, I think, I think that path is is right for a lot, a lot, a lot of players. Mm. And and when when you did get a taste of of sort of first team football at, at Hanover, when you did then have to drop back down, was did you have to shift your mentality a little bit from maybe I don't I don't know necessarily if you did think you know this is this is kind of the place where I belong now, but almost to to go back into that, did it feel like a, a step back? I guess after sort of the exposure to the first team that you had. Yeah, I think it's. It has to do. There's a bit of that kind of mentality. Mainly, I think it's some people might confuse that with ego, but I think it has to do with confidence. You have to be confident in yourself and knowing your ability that you were you were there and you deserve to be there and that kind of thing. And you you take that confidence and to stride into everywhere you go. I, I genuinely think no matter where you land, as long as you have that belief in in that confidence. It, You'll, you'll be, I'll be perfectly fine. Anyone will be perfectly fine. Mm, and, and in terms of Hanover at a club, you said you progressed pretty quickly there. In terms of um, your your sort of spell in, in general, do you feel like after making that big step from the US that, that you've sort of left Hanover as a more refined human being, I guess, and, and a footballer as well, but but better in, in all areas? Yeah, 100%. I think uh, some of the things that I learned there, not only, not only through my career, but personally have been enormous and uh yeah all i can all i can do is that was a chapter in my life but it was something that it wasn't too long either only two years but it was it felt like an eternity because of how much i really learn and grasp and to be honest it started my professional career so eternally i'm grateful mm. and, and in terms of the lessons you've you've learned from hanover that you'll you'll take into your spell at telstar and and hopefully of norwich in the future as well what, what have you learned from sort of that spell of your career professionalism i think what it takes to play at that kind of level yeah I, of course i played with some actually great players in in hanover while they were in bundesliga some that had left and uh you learn you learn from these guys and you learn what it takes you learn things and what not to do actually especially i think it's one, one of the biggest things is you learn things what not to do not so much what to do mm-hmm. and uh you see you see a big difference of and you take that and you shape a person that you want to become especially Football-wise, in the career, the, the footballer you want to become, and uh, you see what it takes. You you can't be lazy, and uh, I think that's the biggest thing that I'll take into Telstar and to Norwich and everywhere. To be honest, is just that kind of professional footballer that I want to become and what it's going to take. Is is there an element with you? I, I guess with sort of the experience and, and the jumps you've made, which you've been fairly big jumps as well in in your, in your life, let alone your career. Um, has that made you someone who? isn't comfortable it, that, that's kind of what comes across you, you always want to strive to be better that's actually the perfect way to put it yeah I've actually never been comfortable in my area like not not that I like thinking too far ahead but I, I, I do enjoy living in the pricing and taking it day by day but I never think in my mind um yeah I'm, I'm like let me sit back and let me let me be comfortable I've actually never had that kind of feeling I've always wanted more and to do more and to achieve more so I guess yeah 
that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I've never really been comfortable. Mm. And and you've obviously had quite a lot of high profile sort of experiences so far in your career at such a young age. Obviously played in the Bundesliga, your success at the under twenty World Cup. I I mean these are experiences that if if I'm a Norwich City player and, and I'm oh, a supporter rather and, and and seeing Sebastian Soto arrive I'm, I'm probably feeling quite excited about so in terms of maybe what what they can expect from you it's it's important that they don't expect too much too soon isn't it but um what sort of player are you what sort of insight can you give to them in, into what maybe you can offer going forward um it's yeah it's nice to hear that Norris supporters are excited because i'm i'm also very excited too to i want i want to come back and i want to help norris go back to the prem and especially i want to play in the prem with with norwich and um the type, the type that people want to expect from me is versatile, a versatile nine. Something that in this day and age in football is becoming more popular where you see a nine that can hold it up. I see a nine that can play with the ball. You see a nine that can run behind. And I think I'm still young and I'm still gaining some. I'm still sharpening my tools in that kind of sense, but I do have all of those. So I think, I guess that's, I hope people can be a, uh, excited for that because um and at the end of the day i like scoring goals so i think uh i hope fans can be excited for that too yeah people people always enjoy people who score goals don't they that's 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 the nature of it um in in terms of norwich city and and, and their interest it, it seems to me like again we, we spoke about you being comfortable and and it, it was a big step to leave hanover perhaps when you did um what was it about norwich city and and sort of their proposition and their plan for you that that made it such an attractive club to join I think uh, the young players that uh, have gone up through Norwich, we just saw actually Ben Godfrey going to Everton and the path that he took through Norwich and uh, players like Max Arians and uh, Todd Cantwell. And, I mean, the list can go on. And I think that was a huge thing that I see the size of the club it is. I, After speaking with them, I know their their values as a club. And that's a huge thing too. they very accepting from the beginning and, just the plan also that they shaped out for me was, at the end of the day, I, like I said, also had the opportunity at that time to play for a team in England, which was North City, and I, I got to take it. Hmm. I was really happy with them. Yeah, well, well you, you referenced Todd Campbell there. He's, he's someone who's obviously taken a, a similar pathway to what you're doing at the moment. He's been a, a, a brief period in in sort of Dutch football and, and that's how he sort of propelled himself to the first team, isn't it? So is is it sort of the knowledge that they do have a plan for you and they're not sending you out on loan with sort of, he's out on loan and we're forgetting about him. That that as a player must must be really important, I guess, to, to knowing that a club has that plan in place for you to develop through the ranks to get where you want to be as well as, as, as where the club want you to be. Yeah, that was... From the get-go, they were honest from the get-go, saying that uh, if I were to sign the contract in Norwich, I would have to go out on loan somewhere because of the work permit issue. So from the get-go, it was honest. And I think I've actually never been on loan, nor do I have close friends here in Europe that are on loan. So to be fair, I never really knew how it worked. But from the start, from the first conversation that, we had, that I had with Norwich, um, their loan manager, their sporting director, they made it feel so comfortable and especially when Telstar came up and it's in the second division of Holland and some people might not even know this but like Todd Cantwell's uh, pathway was through also second division in Holland and you see where he's at now and you have Ben Godfrey who went to uh, who went also on loan to League One and their paths are just it was something that at the end of the day alone is on the shoulders of the player 
but you see that they don't just throw their players out without a plan. And that was the number one thing was that they they do have a plan, 100%. And we stay in contact with them, talk after every game. And, uh, yeah, it's just a plan. Yeah, I, was, uh, I spoke when I spoke to, to Neil Adams last week, he, he said that he has conversations with, with the lone guys every week. So in those conversations, uh, are they mostly about your performance and, and how you're settling in and, and sort of stuff like that? Yeah, at first it was at first it was settling in, and uh, all, my, all my conversations with Neil when I first got there was uh, he his job that Norwich has hired him to his job is to make us the guys on loan as comfortable as possible. And he said, I think exactly what you said that we're not just throwing you out to a club and not thinking about you. And it's it's literally his job to to stay in contact and feel that we're still part of Norwich, which I a hundred percent still feel. It's it's sad that the the COVID thing is going around because normally Neil had explained that we would make trips back to England and go visit the team and things like that. Hundred percent, that's what they would have done. But the COVID thing has has put that away. But yeah, now it's we talk after every match. He analyzes and and we just chat and it's good. Is it is it nice that you have that sort of touch point with with Norwich? Because like you said, there there's there's plenty of clubs I, I imagine where players get sent out on loan and, and probably don't really hear from their club and, until they come back. So to have that sort of regular contact is is probably quite nice for you as a player. Oh yeah, it's huge. I think it's uh, I'm I'm sure players can get nervous with loans because and a lot of people might even see a loan as oh a club is just putting them to the side, you know. I think I'm still very much in Norwich's plans and in their hindsight as well. So, yeah, it, it makes you feel it makes you feel a lot better. Mm. And, and and how nice! I mean, we've we've listed a, a few players there that, again, that those players have been on, on loan and, and had really positive experiences. Does that help with your trust in in the pathway that perhaps Norwich have, have assigned to you? Yeah, especially Todd's um, Todd's pathway, which is quite literally specifically this. Um, coming to coming to second division which some people had seen in different a different way maybe in different countries but after seeing what Todd had gone through and of course you can't just expect someone to go on loan and then come back on fire Todd did a great job while he was on loan and I, I hope to do the same so I can come back and help Norwich mm, have, have you had an opportunity to, to speak to Todd or, or any of the first team guys oh, no no not yet because it was tough it was tough when I was there it's a short amount of time and again COVID restrictions. Mm, yeah, absolutely. In terms of sort of your future plans at, at Norwich, what what is the sort of goal for you? What what is it that you sort of foresee as as being the next step at Norwich City? I want to I want to come back to Norwich, and I honestly I want to I want to get there, and I want to score goals for the club, and ultimately I want Norwich to be a Premier League club and stay in the Premier League because I'm sure that's what all the supporters want as well. I just want success personally and for the club are there are there any strikers that you you looked at growing up and 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 really sort of idolized or or sort of based your game around i guess yeah um it's it's probably every striker's answer now but robert Lewandowski, since i was since i was a kid i would actually watch and then it turned into uh roberto firmino with liverpool so it's like those two guys but you see Lewandowski now, so it's it's hard to say that that guy's not just a huge role model. But in their terms of style of play, those two guys, since I was a kid, I would have watched highlights of. 
Mm. I'm, I'm sure um, there there are more, but off, off the top of my head, I, I remember Kai Kamara coming to Norwich on loan, who's 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 obviously based in in America. Um, when when you were in America, what, did you have any sort of um, consciousness of of Norwich? I guess any sort of thoughts yeah, yeah, yeah. about them? Are they are they quite a popular side over there? I mean, it it depends on who you ask. Really, I grew up I grew up waking up early in the morning to watch Premier League. I remember like early just to go downstairs and start watching the matches. And uh, so I 100% was aware of Norwich. And the thing that always stood out for me when I was younger was the jerseys, the colors of Norwich. And so that was something that I've always had in the back of my mind, the club. And yeah, to be fair, it was always in my mind when I think Premier League club, I think Norwich. Like when you ask me to list clubs, I think Norwich is up there. So I want to, I want, I want them to go back up. Mm. It, it, does it, it, is it difficult for you in many senses? Because maybe if they don't get promotion this season, maybe your pathway, I, I, I don't know what, obviously what the plan is, but, but maybe that's an, an easier side for you to get into than, than the Premier League. But then speaking to you, you sound like someone who, who enjoys a challenge. Oh, 100% I do enjoy a challenge. But at the end of the day, if I, if I go back and they're in, in the championship, that's also a huge challenge. Well, Premier League is a dream. Don't get me wrong. It, it, is, it is a dream and that's a, and that's a massive challenge. But if, if, if they do end up... Uh, having to stay in the championship and I can come back, I also think that'll be a, a huge step for me. Mm. And if, that, if that's the case, then I will do everything in my power along with, I'm sure, the guys on the team to go back up. Mm. And, and and just finally, have you sort of managed to have any conversations or did you have any conversations with, with Daniel Farker when, when you went over to England? I think I just I just greeted him one time, but uh, nonetheless, they wanted to separate the guys that were playing the games away because of anything that could have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Just give it the time, yeah. Cool. Well, it's lovely to chat to you. Thank you very much. Um, I appreciate I appreciate your time. Top man. Nope. All right, man. Have a good day. Thank you, and you. I mean, you've been at Telstar now for, for what, a couple of months or so. How, how have you found it so yeah. far? Yeah, I've really enjoyed it, like I say. Uh, it's been brilliant. It's a, real, uh, it's a real good learning experience for me. And I've had to adapt a lot, of course, with New Country. Um, as you can imagine, so many different things. But in terms of on the pitch, yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. It's yeah, it's brilliant. Really, really good style of play. Uh, the clubs, the clubs, great. The managers, unbelievable as well. So yeah, I'm really enjoying my time at the minute. Mm, and and you said there in terms of how important it is for for maturity. But to go into a new culture, particularly at, at the moment, it's been a, a crazy year for everyone. But what's it been like in terms to sort of adapting to all the new restrictions and regulations over in in, in Holland? Yeah, I mean, it's um, when I first arrived, it was quite uh, more relaxed than England, but now it's pretty much the same. I mean, you've got the 10 p.m. curfew, masks everywhere. Like it's just it's normality now, and unfortunately, that's that that's what it is. But you know, we have to um, we have to listen to the rules and do our part. So that's that's what we're doing here. Yeah, it's been like uh, adapting at first is obviously difficult, new environment. Um, obviously learning the language, new roads, which, which was crazy at the start because they drive on the on the opposite side. Um, but yeah, I think I'm adapting well. Mm. I'm and settled in now and really enjoying it. Good, good. And, and and culturally, is there a lot of similarities to to England? Is it is it been sort of fairly uh, difficult to adapt to? Maybe, but in terms of culturally, maybe a bit similar. Or have you found that not to be the case? Um, yeah, I mean, it is similar, you know, all, all the people, all the people are, are really nice, make me feel very welcome. 
So I've just been able to be myself straight away and have a really good relationship with all the boys. Um, and yeah, this cultural, yeah, it's different, of course, but no, I'm getting on, I'm getting on well. Mm, yeah, I spoke to, to Sebastian a little earlier and he said he was, he was quite pleased that he had another English speaker there. Um, yeah, so yeah. sort of helping through, I guess that's, that's the case for you as well. Yeah, there was a there was a bit of a problem with his I don't know with his work permit or something at the start. So when I when I arrived, he was he wasn't here for for a few weeks, and then he finally he finally got into training. And yeah, it was, it was so nice to have someone that that was just fluent and can just chat to all the time. Like, don't get me wrong, all the boys are brilliant; they all speak English. But um, yeah, it was really nice to to get some back yeah. training. Yeah, I, I won't ask you to recite any for me, but have, uh, have you? picked up any sort of dutch or, or any sort of basic level of it? I'm, trying, I'm trying just um i know all the basics but just trying to learn mainly football 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 dutch you know the important words in football so i can understand and also like give instructions on the pitch as well instead of instead of in english so um so yeah i'm trying mm. and, and in terms of on the pitch how have you found it so far it's is it been sort of a, a lot different to perhaps the, the level you've been used to during your time at Rochdale and, and, and also in with, with Norwich's young teams as well? Yeah, I mean, the football here is it's, it's different. It's, it's a lot more technical, which, which I think suits me, suits me very well, uh, which is, like, that's why I'm here, you know, to improve. Um, and they love to play football, Telstar, and so do every other team in the league. So I think it suits me perfectly, and especially with the fact that that's how Norwich want to play. So it's um, everything just links up, and it's just a perfect move for me at this moment in time. I think, and we're we're doing well. We started well. We had a bit of um, a bit of an off game last game, but the previous games we've we've done really well. I think we're quite high in the league, uh, or, or we were last time I checked it. So. Uh, yeah, we've just got to keep it up. Got another game Saturday, so yeah, just got to keep improving every day, and yeah, see see where it takes me. Mm. Uh, is it nice to sort of return to to football? I don't know all football, when you play football, you always want to win, but but to actually have sort of three points and and there to be a a real true sort of competitive edge to it in terms of a, a, a league and um, fans, I, I guess to to play for as well is 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 that quite a nice element to have at this stage in your career? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I had it at Rochdale, of course. Uh, and then the Norwich 23s, like Wrighty and all of the money, all of the coaching staff, they all, it's about winning there as well, you know. So it's, it's, I've always known that attitude to win. So I think everyone needs to have that, no matter if you play in a first team or if you play in a, I don't know, an under 16s or something, you've got to want to win no matter what. So, um, but yeah, like you say, with it actually being a league now and, you know, potential promotion or potential relegation, um, it makes it more competitive, of course. And yeah, I love it. I love that, that edge to that edge to football. That's what it's all about. Mm. How have you sort of found your first year at Norwich? Because obviously you went from being in a sort of first team set up at, at Rochdale to, to sort of going back into an academy one with Norwich. Was that quite a difficult shift to, to, to make? Yeah, it was um, it was different. Yeah, um, but again, I think it was something that I needed to do in my career. I never had the I've never had the facilities that Norwich gave me, so that that gave me a great platform to 
improve myself uh, on the pitch and off the pitch, especially with the incredible facilities with the gym and all of the staff like Jay and everyone really that 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 helped build build me into the player that that I am today. And hopefully, I I do a year here and then go back. Hopefully, um, yeah, and carry on in the in the first team. Hopefully, that's that's what um that's the aim, of course. Was was last year about sort of education, learning how Norwich play, learning what they want yeah. from you, and, and and maybe likewise as well, learning what sort of you want from Norwich, and and, and that sort yeah. of is is that how you look at, at last season really? Yeah, hundred percent. Because I was seventeen when I joined, so going into the twenty threes is still it's a good level. So, um, but yeah, I just needed to get used to the way Norwich want to play. Uh, Norwich get used to how I play. Um, and like I say, just improving everything all around with the facilities that, that Norwich have because I, I never had that at Rochdale. So, yeah, to, it's not really a step down, but I know what you mean. Going from a first team into a 23s, it was um, it was necessary for a year, definitely. Was was there any part of you that, that felt a bit frustrated at, at that kind of step? Um, because I, I know you have to look at the, the bigger picture, but sort of short term, like you said there, I know it's not a step down, but it can maybe be perceived in that way if you kind of get what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I of course dropped down into the. I was I was in a first team environment every single day for about two years, and then you make the drop down or whatever you want to call it. Um, but like, I was still in, I was still in and around the first team. You know, I was training with them for for like like now and again and I obviously made the bench against Manchester City in the Premier League and I was also in the squad for another game so like, I was in and around them um but hopefully oh thank you <laughs> um hopefully it can be more of a you know a constant theme instead of now and again Mm. What was that like being on the bench at Manchester City? I guess as a, a very young player, that's that's quite the experience to have at this stage of your career. Yeah, it's unbelievable because my house, uh, my house um, where where I've grew up, where I live with my with my mum and dad, it's five minute walk away. And um, anyone will tell you that I'm a I'm a Manchester City fan. So when I looked across and seen all those incredible players and like. I had to pinch myself a bit to to realise that I'm actually involved against them. Like all these players that I've idolised growing up. Um, yeah, it was surreal, unbelievable experience. But that's the goal, you know. That's the that's the aim to be involved in those type of type of matches every every single week in the Premier League. And and I guess that shows that there is a pathway as well, isn't there, for for young players to to progress through. And I guess this this loan is another step into that. But having that sort of experience of of being on the bench for a Premier League game must get, sort of whet your appetite, I guess. Must must make you want to get there, as, as you said, sort of more often. Yeah, definitely. It just made me hung, more hungry than than ever before. Uh, and you say about the pathway, you just have to look at all the players that have that are coming through and have come through. You know, Max, uh, Jamal, and Ben have obviously got great moves. Uh, Todd as well, and I feel like I'm in the exact same situation as Todd. Todd came out here for a year as well, and now just look at Todd. He's the um, He's like the, like he's he's shown that it can be done, you know. So I just have to look at what he's done and hopefully, hopefully, um, yeah, replicate it, do the same as him. 
Mm. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask you a bit more about Todd in a minute. But in, in terms of sort of deciding on the loan, was it you who goes to, to Neil Adams and say, look, I think I might be ready for a loan? Or, or is it kind of the other way? Or is it a kind of mutual conversation, I guess, in that regard? Mutual, you know, everyone knows. Everyone knows my, like, my quality. And, uh, I mean, we just need to get me to the next step. I think that's always been the, that's always been the case since since I arrived really I know I had to do a year but that like I say that year was necessary and now we we look forward to the to the future and we know that a first team environment is definitely definitely what I need like I know that myself and everyone at Norwich knows that as well of course that's why they that's why I'm here. Hmm. Has, has it been nice to get some experience outside of England after Rochdale and, and obviously a, a year with Norwich is it is it nice to have that on your CV? I mean, yeah, if I do well, then yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a real good life experience, you know. Um, not many people can say that they can come to Holland and play football. So yeah, it's incredible. I'm just very grateful for the for the opportunity given. Mm, do, you, do you think it will it'll help you in, in terms of your, your mentality and, and I guess uh, maturity as, as well? There's that side to it as well. I think Todd spoke about it a lot, didn't he, after his, his loan spell in Holland that it helped him grow up essentially. Is, is that kind of how you feel that, that you can come out of this loan spell sort of feeling the same? Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, like you just have to grow up. I mean, I've done everything on my own. I lived, in, I lived on my own for a well, In terms of cooking and all the household chores, I was fine. But it's just like it's just little things. Like you just have to, you just have to get on with it. Um, it's been difficult. It was difficult at first, of course. Uh, but but now I'm settled in. It's all everything's good. I'm really enjoying that. Um, yeah, like I say, it was it was quite hard to to settle in. But once once you do, everything everything's okay. And and how much communication have, have, have you had with, with Norwich I spoke to sort of Neil last week as, as, as I said and he, he kind of said that you guys have to have to phone him after every game is it nice to have sort of a, a consistent touch point with the club and like I said to Sebastian sometimes clubs can kind of send players out on loan and they don't really hear from their club again until they come back so is it nice to have that sort of constant um, base to, to keep in contact with? Yeah of course uh, it's not just Neil it's, it's so many people at the club message me um, Every other day, really, I get a message from somebody at the club. So yeah, it's really nice. It's really nice to to of course speak with them, keep in touch, and like they make you feel as if I am, of course, still part of the club. But like they don't forget about you at all. Uh, you still you still a big factor um, of the club, and yeah, it's really nice. Really nice to just to see what's going on back at home as well. Um, back at the club, yeah, it's good. Every other day, like I say, someone someone's messaging me so. Mm. Does does that help with the the trust element of it that they have sort of got a, a plan for you? Because like I said, there are there are numerous clubs that kind of just send players out on loan. As, as Neil uh, himself has admitted, they they send players out on loan, and it's kind of with a view to them sort of leaving the club, isn't it? Whereas for you guys at Norwich going out on loan, it's actually with a view to a development and, and the bigger picture. I guess as a young player, that must be quite nice to know that there is a plan in place for for your progression to the first team. Yeah, I think you said it perfectly. There, it makes you feel like you are still part of the plan. That's 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 yeah. You said it perfectly. That's what it. That's what they make you feel like. And yeah, I've just got to do my part now because they've done everything that they can to push me in the right direction. So yeah, it's up to me. 
have they, have they told you what they what they want from you from from this season? Is is there any sort of expectation or, or goals that they've they've put on your shoulders? Um, nothing really specific, but I know what I've got to do. Uh, I give myself goals. I, I know what I can achieve, and I think the club know as well. So I've just got to live up to to that expectation. But I've got, I've just got to try my hardest, try my hardest, and do my best. And uh, hopefully the numbers or whatever whatever you want to call it, the goals will be will be achieved coming the end of the year. We we sort of touched upon on Todd and, and his loan spell to Holland and, and how beneficial that was for him. I, I guess unlike unlike you, he, he didn't necessarily have those sort of games in the FL at, at the early point of his career. Do you think that that sort of grounding in the FL with Rochdale has, has helped you with, with this loan move and, and maybe the introduction into a first team environment? Yeah, um, because of course I've played I've played first team football before, so I knew I know what it's all about. Uh, of course, I played in the in the English football league. I played in the FA Cup. Uh, I played in everything for Rochdale, so it was that was a good learning experience for me to prepare me for this next chapter of my career. Um, so yeah, like I is that. Coming back, yeah, necessary for me to develop off the pitch and on the pitch at Norwich with their facilities, and now now back into the first team environment. Yeah, everything's everything's working out as we planned. How much sort of I don't know if inspiration's the right word, but um, I'll use it anyway. How much sort of inspiration do you take from from Todd's success at, at Fortuna in in Holland, like yourself? Because that must be, well, that must give you, I, I guess, the the proof that this route is successful, is a successful way back into to Norwich and, and their first team. Yeah, definitely. Um, because we always talk about Max, Ben, Jamal and Todd, and I'm literally in the same boat as Todd. I, I You know, I'm doing it. So, I mean, if I look forward to, to um, when I'm, however old Todd is, I'm not sure. Um, hopefully, I can be in the same the same position as him. Like I know that I'm not coming here for, the, for the sake of coming here, and there's no there's no next step with Norwich because Todd's shown that that there is, um, and I know with my ability that there is definitely as well. So, yeah, he's um, he's shown. He's just proved it. He's proved it all. Has he has he had any conversations with you about this move? Because obviously, it's it's one that he knows well. No, not actually, but um, not not specifically about this move. But of course, when I'm training with the first team, I speak to him now and again. He's yeah, he's a he's a he's a, he's a good guy. Mm, you, you you sort of mentioned that you you trained with with the first team. What, what sort of environment has has that been like? Because I've I've heard Daniel Farker's quite demanding, particularly on those uh, particularly on those young players. Yeah, he is of course. Um, I think every manager is, uh, but but I like it. I enjoy it. Uh, that's what football well is. You need that. You need that demand, especially when making that step up to the first team from the twenty threes. You have to give it. You have to give a good impression because like, they're not going to hold back because you're a twenty threes player. They'll tell you that you need to improve, but it's all about just not letting them, not giving them that chance to to say anything to you because you're you're training just as well as they are. So, so yeah, the demands are the demands are very high, of course, because we're a championship, Premiership club. So, of course, they're they're going to be high. But when I step up with them, it's yeah, it's, it's brilliant. I love I love training with them. Has there, has there been anyone in in that group when you did train with the first team that's really taken you under their wing? I know that obviously the young lads, I guess, are probably the 
the natural answer, but is there anyone in particular who's, who's kind of put their arm around you a little bit and, and helped you through it? Uh, all the lads, really. Um, like, naturally, we we just um, tend to, like, hang around with the younger lads. Like, that's just natural, but always like Tim Closer. Of course, he's, he's done as well on his... Um, he was... Very pick anyone out. It's an environment to be around. The team, um, is on the pitch. He's always um, talking, you know, to try and give little pieces of advice. And off the pitch, he's he's the nicest guy. Yeah, it's really really nice to be to be around him. And, and just to, to sort of talk about Telstar now, how, how have you found life under Andrus Jonker? He's obviously got a, a fairly good pedigree in developing young talent. He was at Arsenal, wasn't he? How have you found him as, as a coach to work out, to work for and work under, I guess? Yeah, it's unbelievable. I mean, you say he was at Arsenal. He was at, you just have to look at his CV. He's been at unbelievable clubs. Um, yeah, he's a brilliant manager. It's um, like, like, like I'm saying, it's such a good one in experience because he's such a top top manager that the 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 little pieces of advice that he gives me um like it's just like I'm not gonna get that being in it so many different places so his um his knowledge is like it's just so good with the with the play with the clubs that he's worked with um yeah, it's it's really good to 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 be coached by him and learn under him with all of the with all the knowledge that he's got. Hopefully, it, well, it has already improved me a lot, but hopefully, it continues to do so. Are there any similarities with with his style and and, and the style that Daniel Farker uses at Norwich? Is has there been any sort of noticeable similarities between the two? Yeah, definitely. That's why I'm here, really, because they, like I said before, we we play very similar to Norwich. Um, it's just get the ball down and play just play play be brave be have guts the manager here always says um, but it's true you have to be brave on the ball and that's what the, the manager at Norwich is like as well so yeah one team's in Holland one team's in England but they play the, the exact same football yeah lovely stuff thank you very much appreciate your time yeah no problem thank you thank you very much